Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game. Unto your temple, Lord, we come. This song was written as a dedication to a church. It is found in the public domain, and the lyrics are by Robert Collier. Unto your temple, Lord, we come with thankful hearts to worship thee and pray that this may be our home until we touch eternity, the common home of rich and poor, of bond and free and great and small, large as your love forevermore and warm and bright and good to all. And dwell you with us in this place, you and your Christ to guide and bless. Here make the wellsprings of your grace like fountains in the wilderness. May your whole truth be spoken here, your gospel light forever shine. Your perfect love cast out all fear and human life becomes divine. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for his tune, Casa Bossa Nova, found at Incompetech.com. There's a focus on religion, breeding false security. With grace, men, let sin enter in, embracing all impurity. Or else imposing morals, cold and austere as can be. It's much too easy or too hard to gain eternity. There's gotta be fruit among believers. There's gotta be fruit among believers. There's gotta be fruit among believers. Manifest each day There's gotta be fruit Among believers There's gotta be fruit Among believers There's gotta be fruit Among believers And manifest each day If one claims to be a Christian There are things that shouldn't be Like worldly lust and selfish gain While brothers live in poverty Indifference in the body of Christ is so insane. How can we expect the Lord to bless while we're inflicting pain? Come on, there's gotta be fruit among believers. There's gotta be fruit among believers. There's gotta be fruit among believers. That manifest each day. There's gotta be fruit among believers. There's gotta be fruit among believers. There's gotta be fruit among believers. And manifest each day. 
Oh Jesus, what's wrong with your church? How is it so far we have strayed? Please fill us with your spirit, Lord, until you're once again the way, until your joy and peace abide, until you know we're on your side. Oh Jesus, what's wrong with your church? Oh Jesus, what is wrong? There's gotta be fruit among believers. There's gotta be fruit. Believers, there's gotta be fruit among believers that manifest each day. There's gotta be fruit among believers. There's gotta be fruit among believers. There's gotta be fruit among believers that manifest each day. Unbridled tongues and angry hearts rule and reign from year to year. Demeaning words are justified, but God collects our every tear. So when we hurt each other, filling tender souls with fear, we can be sure God's love endures. Our conscience He will see. There's gotta be fruit among believers. There's gotta be fruit among believers. There's gotta be fruit among believers that manifest each day. There's gotta be fruit among believers. There's gotta be fruit among believers. There's gotta be fruit among believers that manifest each day. If the Holy Spirit dwells within our hearts and souls and minds, then we should be so gentle, meek and patient, loving, kind. There's gotta be fruit among believers. There's gotta be fruit among believers. There's gotta be fruit among believers that manifests each day. There's gotta be fruit among believers. There's gotta be fruit among believers. There's gotta be fruit among believers. Manifest each day. The happiest people on the planet. Mark 9.23 Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Matthew 19.26 But Jesus looked on them and said to them, With men this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. In the above biblical quotes, Jesus said a few things that will help even the intellectuals see the truth of the Bible and prove God's existence more clearly if they will open-mindedly look around and observe. Though we are to believe on Him for our salvation, Jesus did not say that if you can believe in Me, all things would be possible. Nor did he say that if you believe only Christian doctrine, all things would be possible. He said that if you can believe, all things are possible. Does this put some light on the way the world works? Those in the New Age or false self-sufficiency belief systems utilize this truth and find that they are able to focus their minds intently, believing they can receive the material goods, achieve their goals, and attain any other desires they may have. Like magic, often those very things materialize in their lives. 
All the positive thinking books carry the message that what you believe will manifest in your life. Jesus pointed this truth out for us, but the main thing we need to ask ourselves is why. Did he want us to manifest lots of things in our lives so we could be happy? No, that wasn't his goal. He does want us happy, but not in mere worldly acquisitions. Christ's goal was much deeper than temporal satisfaction. Have you noticed that worldly acquisitions never ultimately satisfy? We tend to always want more, but that is a whole other topic. Here is the question I want to consider in this chapter. Are Christians genuinely happy? The Christians should be the happiest people on the planet. Why? Because they should know beyond a shadow of doubt that God has prepared a place for them in heaven where they will reside for eternity. But according to Jesus' prayer, he would like to see heaven brought to earth. This is done when Christians truly live the Christian life. Some must think that God is going to zap them sometime and make them love others the way God loves them. In His Word, God says even the heathen love their family and friends. God wants us to love our enemies. And who, pray tell, is our enemy? You've seen him crouching behind a rock, ready to pounce on you. You've seen her urging you to go with her to a violent secular movie. You've seen him asking you to have a drink with him. You felt bad because he disappointed you, betrayed you, hated you, or envied you. Yes, this is your enemy. Enemy, I'd like you to meet the reader of this chapter. Reader, meet your enemy, whom God asked you to love. How do you do that? She hurts your feelings. Love doesn't depend on our feelings. It is a choice we make. If God asks us to love our enemies, then we can do it. In the name of Jesus Christ, we can do it. Can you say in your heart, I love you, to your enemy? Can you say in your heart, in Jesus' holy name, I love you? Can you even pray, God, I want to love my enemy? Can you exclaim, I will figuratively reach out my hand. In my heart I will proclaim, I love you. Lord, will you make it true? Is there any indication that God makes people follow him? Paul's experience on the road to Damascus is very rare. If something like that happened to us, we might veer off the spiritual road and not meet God as Paul did. Or maybe we'd meet an angel brandishing a sword as Balaam and his donkey did in a famous Old Testament story found in Numbers. Nevertheless, God truly cares for us and His Holy Spirit does more than comfort us. He teaches us if we have ears to hear. But back to happiness. How can we be the happiest people on the planet? If we aren't, do we cause others to misconstrue our faith? People observe what they see, not what we say. 
How can we sell the idea that we Christians are a happy lot if we aren't happy? When I veer off the road of my spiritual pursuits and become entangled in worldly things, I feel a slight depression come on. Say I watch TV too much, wanting to be entertained. After an hour or two, all the entertainment looks the same. They tell a joke, the canned laughter erupts, or a plot thickens and the music embedded in the movie pulls me in emotionally. When I veer off the road, I become dull, listless, a potato head. But when I turn my attention to God, when I get on my knees and pray, when I know the truth for any period of time, I'm free, free of depression, free of listlessness, free at last. With worldly pursuits, worldly aspirations, worldly goals, there is no lasting happiness. It is all temporary highs. But with godly pursuits, godly aspirations, godly goals, our hearts fill up to the brim with joy, a lasting joy, a compelling joy that is attractive to those struggling to survive in this dark world. I invite you to head in that direction and make a real difference in this world. Be the Kingdom Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world It's time we got into the game We're so tired of this grandstand world Where feelings never seem to change Sometimes this world seems so unjust I think we'll find, I hope we'll find That through your mind the sidelines aren't for us.